Well, good morning and welcome to Praying the Psalms, a daily podcast from Doxa Church in Madison, Wisconsin. As a church finds itself isolated from one another physically, we are reading, studying, and praying the Psalms together each morning as a way to join ourselves together spiritually. We want to slow down, get a bigger picture of God and a clearer picture of ourselves, but most of all, we want to join ourselves together around the throne of the one who has joined himself to us. So if you haven't already, pull out a Bible and spend some time in Psalm 92. So as I've read this psalm, you know, one of the things that that came to mind is just the reality for me over the last several months, I've just felt like really heavy, burdened, and and thin, you know, and and I know this is not just like a a thing for me. This is not just a Rob thing, but this is likely the feeling of, of many people around the country and even the world. I mean, many of the people that I'm interacting with in the life of Doxa, we, we, we feel this to some extent from all the craziness that's been happening in the world right now. I mean, living in this world tends to make us just feel like thin and weary, especially in just like the uncertain times that we're, we're living right now. And it quite honestly just made me think of one of my, my favorite movies, the, the Lord of the Rings. In the, in the movie, the, the Fellowship of the Rings, the character Bilbo Baggins is, is talking about his life and how he's feeling. And he says, I feel thin, sort of stretched, like butter scraped over too much bread. And honestly, I mean, I, I feel this and I have felt this. And even today, as I'm recording this, I mean, there's this, there's this sense of, of just feeling that, you know, another riot, another death another crazy development in the pandemic, another polarizing political argument, another day just struggling against sin and evil all around me. I mean, for me at least, it's, it's so easy to feel weary in the world that we live in. And in this weariness, it, it comes from the sin that has just like ravaged our world. We need to be just reminded of, of the state of the world that we, we live in. It's, it's a weariness that the Apostle Paul talked about in Romans 8, where, where all of creation is just groaning. And the truth is, while it's so easy to, to feel thin and, and weary by looking at the state of the world, here's what this psalm reminded me of today. That the world is not just like infused with sin and evil and futility, but it's also infused with glory and wonders. And guys, it's in these glories and wonders that can help to override our weariness and refocus our gaze from the brokenness that surrounds us to the joy of the Lord. I mean, the psalm begins by saying this. If you look back, it, it is good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praises to your name, O Most High, to declare your steadfast love in the morning and your faithfulness by night. And then he goes on to say, For you, O Lord, have made me glad by your work. At the works of your hands, I sing for joy. You know, and as I read this and, and prayed through this today, two things kind of grabbed me. First, how the psalmist says that it's good to give thanks to the Lord. And then second, how the works of the, the Lord have brought gladness and joy. And, you know, one of the, the more interesting things about this is that one of God's repeated commands in the Bible is to, to give thanks. And the truth is, is God doesn't just give this to us to perform out of a, a mere sense of duty, but the command of the commands of God, like all the commands of God are, are actually life giving prescriptions for like our, our spiritual health. They're given to us to increase our happiness and our joy and our gladness because God loves us. And when God commands us to, to give thanks, not only is he just instructing us to do what is good and, and right, he's at the same time directing our attention away from the things that are draining our hope and fueling our discouragement to what will fill us, 
what will fill us with, with hope and fuel our, our courage as we walk forward in life. It's as the Apostle Paul says in, in Romans 15, verse 13, he says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. See, the, the command to, to give thanks is really just one of God's many graces to us. Because here's the truth, you know, thanksgiving produces joy and worship that really just overshadows like sin and evil and discouragement that we can just be inundated with in our world. This is what the psalmist says in verse four, you, O Lord, have made me glad by your work at the works of your hands. I sing for joy that he's, he's seeing and he's reflecting on the, the works of God, the goodness of God. And as I think about this for me, you know, the very practice of, of giving thanks to God, as I see and remember his great works in and around my life, it really just directs my attention away from all the things that kind of burden me towards the great source of, of grace and beauty and love and hope that is, that is God. That giving thanks helps me to, to see God's grace with just like a, a fresh new perspective it, and gives me the kind of like a, a renewed hope and, and joy, even as I walk through and, and navigate a really tough world at times. And this is what Thanksgiving is, is ultimately for. It's, it's both to give God glory and to lift burdens that, that we feel that are just so heavy so that we can receive joy and rest. I mean, this is what Jesus says in Matthew 11, right? In verse 28, it says, Come to me, all you who are labor and, and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And when the psalmist says in, in verse 5, How great are your works, O Lord, your thoughts are very deep. Here's what I felt like God saying to me. I felt like he was just like putting his hand on me like his kid and just saying, Rob, go outside and let yourself wonder. And let that wonder lead you to worship and let that worship lead you to joy. You know, Psalm 19.1 says that the heavens declare the glory of God and the sky above proclaim his handiwork. And, you know, as I thought about this, I, I just had this experience just the, a few nights ago with, with Lisa, you know, we were, we were, it was after dinner. We were like, let's go outside and get the kids to go outside. And so we told the kids, Hey, we're going to meet you in the backyard and you can jump on the trampoline and run around the backyard, whatever you want to do. And so Lisa and I just went out there, grabbed some chairs. We're just sitting in the backyard and our kids never came out. Okay. They don't like mosquitoes. It was too hot. They were just playing inside. And so we just sat there and as we sat there, it was just like a beautiful night. I mean, we, we looked at the, the sunset and the colors were just amazing. I mean, it just made us just stop and just calm down and just stare. We listened to the, the birds and the wind blow through the trees in our backyard. We just saw like the beautiful wildflowers in the, in the field behind our house. You know, just the smell in the air of the rain that was was coming. It was just this altogether, just like wonderful experience. And it just, it just reminded me of God. You know, as I sat there, it was just this moment of, of ultimately just being in wonder, which led to worship where I was thanking God for his just wonderful works. And we were just saying, man, how awesome is God? Look at that sky. Like how awesome is God? Like, look how beautiful and peaceful this is right now. And in that, like I was reminded of, of the one who created it all. And who's at the very moment upholding it all by the word of his power. I mean, this is what Hebrews 1.3 says. And so with all that being said, here, here's, here's like what I wanted to give you today. Okay. Like an encouragement to 
on your lunch break, on, on your way home, whatever time you have today, stop for a moment and just go sit outside and just allow yourself to just sit in and see the wonders of God. I mean, take in the beauty that is around you. I mean, we go so quickly, right? We move so fast. Like we're always doing something that we, we, we oftentimes just miss the great works of God around us. You know, just, just sit there and, and watch. And you can prove in that moment the great truth that G.K. Chesterton wrote. He wrote this. He said that there's no such thing on earth as an uninteresting subject. The only thing that can exist is an uninterested person. Right? That God's world is just filled with wonders. And we can just let those wonders lead us to worship and thanksgiving and allow the goodness of God that is all around us, his great works, as the psalmist says, let them like refocus you and, and fill you with joy and hope and fill your mind with like the beauty, wonder, and the love of God, even as you're navigating difficult times in our world today. That's my encouragement for you. So let's pray. God, thank you for, yeah, just how beautiful you are, the great works of your hands. God, I, I so often miss them because I'm just going a million miles an hour. And so, God, would you just help me today just to even pause, slow down. Let me just see and be reminded of your great works as I look at the creation that you've made and just like the beautiful intricacies of everything around, would you just cause that to just well up in wonder, which would lead to worship and joy and thanksgiving, that you would recenter my mind on you, not just the hard things that are going on in my life and in this world right now, but I would ultimately think about you. And would that bring me fuel and courage to walk with you faithfully? God, I just love you. Give me eyes to see your great works. In Jesus' name. Amen.